Those are the latest in sports headlines. Let's uh, welcome in Justin Nelson as we continue to the basketballing theme. Of course, a familiar voice to the station. It's been all action um, in our domestic scene with uh, a lot of signings. But, mate, being the basketball nerd that you are, you're obviously keeping up with the AMBL as well. Breakers only four wins to date. Do they get number five later today? Yeah, very good morning. I hope so. I think uh, I think all Breakers fans and basketball fans hope so. They need to string those wins together, of course. They've got 16 games remaining in the uh, regular season. And if you look back on last season's ladder and uh, what you needed to do to get through to the playoffs, they probably need to win 11 of them. So tonight would be a good start. Injuries haven't helped their cause. Is that the only issue, though? Oh, I think consistency is an issue as well. I mean, injuries uh, occur. We know that happens to most teams at some stage. Mind you, it's taken down two very good players for the breakers in uh, Will McDowell-White and, and, and Zylan Cheatham. So hopefully they can get those two back on court shortly. But consistency would be one that I'm sure Coach Murray Mayor is, uh, is pleading with his team to find. Yeah, but the Hawks beating the Wildcats, that, that was unexpected. The Hawks are near the foot, are they not? Well, not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. A bit of a surprise. <laughs> of course, they had that coaching change uh, a few weeks ago, turned out in their first game and took down the Breakers uh, and have uh, continued to go on their winning ways. To get that win against the Wildcats, though, was completely unexpected given the, the run of form of Perth of late. Uh, great win, and uh, certainly the Hawks are a team that every other team will now be looking over their shoulder. All right, let's look at our own uh, game, uh, our own uh, scene, shall I say, the sales NBL off-season. Uh, you've got a new trade window, Rapid League and the men's company, a lot happening. Tell me about the trade window, the thinking behind it, and how does it all work? Well, I think the, the thinking behind it is to continue to innovate and, and add an element that the fans want to uh, engage with and hopefully be entertained by to you know provide relevancy and a talking point midway through the season for the media to get behind as well. Uh, it is the first of its kind in New Zealand sport and you know, we've seen that from basketball and, and the Souls NBL and so Ihi over the last few years, just that rise in innovation and trying to do things differently for the fans. Uh, it's a 66-hour window. It starts at the completion of round seven and finishes before round eight starts uh, next year. And essentially, uh, players can be traded. They need to agree to the trade, of course. But the real kicker on this, very unique twist, and, and I like it as an innovation, is that if you trade a player in, so any team that trades a player in during that 66-hour window, they will get a 6.5% rise in their salary cap. So real incentive for the teams and the GMs and the coaches to go out there and work their backsides off in that 66-hour window to try and trade a player into their team. I'm a bit thick. Help me out. So if I'm trading away someone, what do I theoretically get back? A player back? No. Another no, incentive? Nothing. No, nothing. I get nothing. You trade a player. No, you get nothing. The incentive there is to <laughs> trade a player in. So uh, I think what you'll find will happen is that we'll see every team trying to play uh, trade a player in and probably therefore perhaps trading a player out. So it's going to be very active. Mm, interesting. Fascinating. Hey, we're a few weeks into uh, the off-season as far as signings. What are the headline scenarios so far? 
Yeah, there's a few. I mean, Rob Lowe and, and Cam Glidden both going back to the Auckland uh, Tuatata obviously just keeps them really strong. Two-time runners-up, uh, back-to-back over the last couple of years. Rob Lowe, MVP, could easily, in fact, was just a couple of weeks ago still running around in the Aussie NBL. Uh, he's a star, and I think we're going to see him be a feature of the Sellers NBL for a number of years now for the Tuatata. Uh, Hiram Harris is the big news. The Hawks have come out and, and uh, announced that he won't be going back to Hawks Bay. Uh, it's a massive loss for them. We know that Ethan Rusbatch and Daron Urakawa also on the move from the Hawks. So they're definitely going to be a very new-look team come season 2024. And then probably the big one, yet to be confirmed publicly, but... 4-2 on the move, believed to be going to the Nelson Giants. The other big player so far, uh, definitely the Taranaki Airs. They have been very active. New ownership group, of course, owned by Media 8 out of uh, Australia. Uh, they have been uh, moving quickly. Sam McKinnon is their new coach, and they've uh, got Tobias Cameron coming back, Carlin Davison coming back, but the big signing was uh, Tobias's older brother, Flynn Cameron. He comes into that team as well. They have been active. Indeed. Uh, interesting. Very fast. you got a new team coming into the league too. Yeah, 11th team coming into the Sells uh, NBL. Uh, certainly continues to grow this competition. The five based out of Toronga come in. Really looking forward to that. Of course, they've been playing in the Toihi uh, competition, the Pro Women's League, since its inception in 2022. So now they add a men's team, uh, which is exciting. And, of course, that 12th uh, licence to the Sales NBL uh, has been provisionally handed out to Queenstown, a franchise in Queenstown. That is still the hope in, uh, in the next couple of years. They are just waiting for a stadium upgrade down there. Once that is done and ticked off, we'll have a team in Queenstown as well. Oh, fantastic. Hey, the Rapid League in the Tauihi, how did you judge it as far as its success? And was it that sort of, dummy run's not the right term, but I think you know what I'm trying to say, why are you bringing it into the sales too? Yeah, definitely. I think uh, rolling it out in Tauihi was a a great place to start. It ticks a lot of boxes. Um, Great addition for television. The cameras are already there. The infrastructure's already set up. The court's already set up. The away team has already travelled, of course, so incredibly low cost, if any, to add more basketball. The fans were getting to games earlier. We noticed that through Toihi, which is really exciting. And then probably the big one is just the added opportunity for players to develop. We now have a situation where every player that is suiting up on game night is now getting on the court and playing some serious minutes. And we saw some young stars emerge as a result of that. Uh, and then obviously we now build it into the uh, the NBL. It's going to be here in 2024. It's an extra 110 games of action for fans in stadiums and viewers on TV through Sky, of course. And uh, we're going to see a lot of young rising stars, young rising Kiwis uh, make their name and stake their claim in the Sells NBL next season. It's pretty exciting. You, you know some people can be adverse to change. Are all the clubs on board and they, and they see the benefits to this? I think there's people adverse to change in every part of life, not just sport. (laughs) Uh, I mean, those that know me well know that I uh, sit well and truly in the camp of innovation. I like it. I want to see it more in all sports. And uh, the first part of that 
is uh, n- not trying to get past those that are adverse to change, but just understanding that there's always those there who uh, aren't as willing to try things that are new. Uh, the teams are on board. Uh, certainly there'll be one or two um, historically connected people within the game that may not like the change, but you know the big thing is the fans want change. We've seen it, of course, in the NBA with the in-season tournament. How big has that been yep. for a new innovation? Huge stuff. And just another example that uh, the fans of today are very, very different to the fans of yesterday. They want things differently. They consume differently. And the Rapid League is definitely built around that. Every team's involved. Every team's behind it. And we can't wait for it to start. You're a good man, Justin, as always. Appreciate your time. Go enjoy your weekend. Thanks very much. Have a good one. I will do. Thank you very much. We will take a break. 12 minutes after 11 o'clock. Coming up after the short interval, it will be our Swinging Both Ways, our cricketing segment with Brazine. We will hear from Glenn Phillips. We will hear from a guy called Grant Elliott as well. We'll look at the Black Caps Bangladesh Test match. Stay with us.